happening? Morning, studio. Morning. Welcome to Tuesday's show. You know, so I, I updated my iPhone to the new operating system, and it takes hours. And so it's got to prepare. It's got to install. It's got to prepare. It's got to reboot. So I have the new whatever it is. Not just the update, but the entirely new operating system. But what's pretty cool about it is, I didn't get a new phone, but what's pretty cool about it is you can take a picture of a sign on the side of the road. Yeah. And you can hit a button on that picture, and it copies and pastes the information from the sign. Huh? It'll save a phone number. What? Crazy. That's Interesting. wild. So it reads it. It reads it, and then you can copy and text it to somebody else, the information from the sign, not just the picture. That's crazy. You can do it with a book. It's crazy. Sometimes I have to do that, and I'm like, I got to retype this up. Mm-hmm. Now I don't? You're telling me I don't? It's pretty wild. <gasps> like, I'm sure there's still a lot of stuff on my phone that I, I didn't know I could do, but I always am like, Going through email and someone's like, hey, can you sign this and send it back? And I'm like, what do you mean sign? I got to print it out. You got to sign it. You got to take a picture of it, send it back. But now you don't have to do that. You can screenshot anything. Watch this. Okay, because I use the DocuSign app. You don't have to do that anymore. Okay. All you have to do is screenshot it, and there's a little circle in the right corner. Click it. It gives you the pin. You sign whatever. Send it back. Hit the little thing. Boom. Sent off. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. I've never done that. Well, you have to update. No, 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 no. Screenshot, you've been able to do that right on a screenshot yeah, forever. Yeah, I think even on the, on the last one, you could do it sure. too. But so I screenshotted this Time Magazine article. So like if I hit this, the little plus sign over there, then you hit signature. Boom. I have a signature already on there. <laughs> Boom, done. Added. I can send it off now. That's amazing. Cool. Crazy. We're, we sound like old people though. I'm sure people already knew this. Well, it's, it's funny <laughs> yeah. though. You deal with people sometimes where they're just like, no, we need a paper copy. I'm like, why? Why do you need paper anymore? I don't understand that. Uh, what, what iPhone version do you have? I don't know. I guess I need to look. I'm like, do I have the latest? No, no. What iPhone version do you have? Well, I don't know which one's Your this. Your iPhone. 12 Plus, maybe? Plus Plus? What are they at? 13 bones? No. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't have the new one. I don't have. I told you I got to get a new one because I'm getting harassed on my yes. phone. This one is new to me, but it's not the newest. Okay. Okay. Whatever that is. What do you have? 11, I think. Morgan? The 12X. Ray? 11. Your voice still messed up from the weekend? No, it's better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds great. That's what happens when you yell at a hockey game for three hours. You went out partying at a bachelor party. That's not when it happened. I was trying to make the jumbotron. I was being funny. I was yelling at the Predators. I was like, let's go, Preds. That's going to, after three hours, your voice is going to get blown out. And not sleeping and drinking. No, because when I was at the bar, if it was too loud, I wouldn't even talk to people. I'm not going to scream at a bar, but I did scream at the hockey game. Do you feel any sort of responsibility to have your voice stay in decent shape since you do have to use it? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm playing injured today. It's my fault. And yesterday? Yeah, that that day as well. Yeah. Because sometimes it just happens. Allergies, I get them. Sure. Lunchbox would come in. He'd go to Vegas for a weekend and come back and be like, allergies are killing me. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, every time every he goes to Vegas. Every time you go to Vegas. Al- allergies. Aller- allergies got me. <laughs> there was one time I did something I can't remember because I don't lose my voice often, but you were so disappointed in me because you're like, you know what your job is. I can't believe you did that. And I was like. I'm oh, sure God. it was somewhere where you went and screamed for three hours. Was Probably it Vegas. Like a Justin Bieber concert? Or <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what would I have done to have lost my voice, but you were not happy with me. Mm-mm. Well, if your job is to 
be an accountant. No, I mean, I get and it. you go into work and you don't have a calculator. It was you valid. Like, I, I'm not even saying it was yeah. bad that you were, I mean, if anything, like, I don't think I've lost my voice since. You so. also make it sound like I'm a terror. Like, I told, I'm so disappointed. Oh, no. But no, I think that you were, though. And not in a bad way, though. It's like, yes, if, like, I just similarly, Ray's not always on the air, so you probably don't have that same feeling. I'm just saying towards me. You also look tan as crap, man. <laughs> I know. I did a spray tan with the boys coming to town. and, and It just ended up going a little too dark. I <laughs> get spray tans too, but it's for, you know, shows and if there's big lighting. And, but <laughs> just because the boys party. were coming to town, you got a spray tan? Yeah, day of. And my one friend's like, man, progressively throughout the night, you keep getting darker and darker. <laughs> You know, he uses that coconut filter all the time. And right now it just looks like he has the coconut filter on him. I don't know what the coconut filter is. Oh, it just makes you tan. It's his favorite filter. And yes, it makes you really tan. So like this weekend, his coconut filter was like tan tan. <laughs> and then now sitting in the glass room working, he's coconut filter. We had a good time over the weekend. Absolute blast. We didn't have a chance to catch up yesterday on the show. Ten buddies come in from Austin. I mean, so many laughs, so many great times. Yeah, it was really cool. Okay. <laughs> It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a newish podcast listener, six months or so, from the UK. I have listened every day. I love you guys. You've become such a light in my life. I'm hoping for some sound advice. My husband and I have been together for seven years. Married for two, two kids together. I'm also a stepmom to his teenager. Despite being part of his life for seven years, I've always felt as though my mother-in-law does not like me. She's very closed off, unemotional, has little to say. During all the big milestones of our life, our wedding, our children, I've never had more than a, that's nice from her. To my knowledge, there's nothing I've done to make her dislike me. So, I don't know what to do. He tells me just ignore it, but I find it hard to accept the way she acts. My question is, how do I move forward? I obviously have a million more barbecues, family parties, Christmases to spend with her, and I hate the fact that I dread them all. Do I say something and potentially cause a bigger issue, or do I find my own way to deal with it? Have a lovely day. Anonymous in the UK. Amy, you go first. Well, I mean, that's really hard, because normally if someone's treating you that way, you just kind of don't have to be friends with them. But since it's your mother-in-law, I think I would eventually have to make myself, it'd be very hard for me, but have a kind conversation and just ask, like, what the deal is. And that way you've started that dialogue and she can have a chance to express herself. And maybe she won't, because she sounds like she's kind of shut off. And if she does, then you have to just disconnect from how her behavior and know that it has nothing to do with you and you can't control that because you can't let this ruin your Christmases, your barbecues, whatever. Like the feelings you have going into that, you've got to just, you know, back away from them and just recognize that they're there, but not let it affect you. And I know that that's hard, but you got to do it. Just think of an old British lady that's normally just not that nice. Like Maybe she's just an old British lady. It's not that nice. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I need to know. I'd ask your husband if she likes this with other people. Is this her general? If it is, then it's just her general demeanor. Um, I would unhealthily go a different way than Amy. I would just break her down by being nice to her. Well, yeah, it'd still be nice. But no, but I would break her down that way. Kill her with uh, kindness? Like I, I, I overly? Would, I wouldn't know, but I wouldn't approach her and be like, listen, British lady, <laughs> we need to have a talk because you're not being nice to me. I would just set a goal and go, I'm just going to be so cool to her. I wouldn't even say kind because sometimes overly kind can feel fake. I'm going to be so cool to her that it's going to be hard for her to be like that. And that it's going to be painful for her to be like that because I'm going to be awesome. Mm, That's good. Like, that's how I would approach it. 
but I'm not healthy enough to go. Let's have a conversation eye to eye and, and, and talk this out. I would be like, man, she's about to have the, she's about to struggle with herself because I'm going to be so cool. Yeah. That's what I would do. And I guess, too, she may not even realize, depending on how she is, that she's even making you feel that way. So you can just, if she's very confused, you can just say, hey, well, just for example, like when when this happens, it makes me feel this way. And then she's aware. She may not even really be aware. In the end, though, the one thing that Amy and I agree on is you can't let her feelings toward you affect, affect you. your feelings toward all these big life moments. No. Either, eventually, you just have to ignore her or it's going to have to change one of the two. But you can't let it ruin your life moments. Mm-hmm. You can't. And that's, like, again, way easier said than done. But you'll that's when you just have to completely disconnect and know that that is on her and has nothing to do with you. Stay in your lane. Focus on you and your family, and you'll be good. Maybe just turn on some Ted Lasso, something you can both watch and <laughs> understand. Have mm-hmm. your tea and crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually, and also eventually it all works itself out anyway in these family situations. I've been, listen, I've been married now for like three months. So he knows. Oh, you so, know. so I can tell you yeah. guys from experience. Eventually it all just comes out. <laughs> uh, thank you for that email. We hope we helped a little bit. Eddie, anything you want to say? You didn't. We didn't come to you. I mean, I just felt like the husband is kind of the reaction I would give. Like, hey, you just got to ignore her. I know it's really hard. Why, Why can't she go to the husband to have a talk with the mom? That That's one thing, too. Like, husband, you talk to your own mom. Like, Sounds like he don't want to if he was just like, eh, just ignore it. I agree. It, that's why I think it's kind of normal. That reaction from him makes me feel like that's, that's just the way normal. she is yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, that old bat just normally like that. <laughs> that's what I would think. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to email us, what do you do, Morgan? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you, guys. On the phone is Lorena in Florida. Lorena, what's going on with you? Hey, um, I just wanted to say congratulations to Eddie um, because I'm a Garcia as well. So I think it's hilarious to hear Garcia on the radio. I'm just saying. (laughs) But... Um, I used to be in the foster system as well, and it's a very difficult thing to go through. So I just want to say to just be a little easy if they're shy, because they'll come around eventually. Well, you've had them for three years at this point. They're not shy anymore. (laughs) And so what happened with Eddie was we announced yesterday on the show he's adopted the two kids that he had fostered for three years who feel like they're already your kids, but now legally they're your kids. Yes. So with that, you approached the old, did you, both of them or one of them? No, well, one of them really can make the decision. The other one's still small and really can't make that decision. And you went to him and said what? I said, hey, when we adopt you, they're giving us the chance to change your name. So whatever you want, if you don't like your current name, we can change it. Not just last name. Any name. First, middle, First, last. First, middle, last, whatever. You it, can change it to the whole thing to something different. So you could be Spider-Man, Batman, Wolverine. That's it. Oh, wow. If he wants. Yeah. And so what did he say? Well, he looked at me like, oh, that's a weird question. But then he went like, hmm, started scratching his chin like, this could be really cool. So they said, all right, I do want to change my name. I said, really? Your first name, you want to change it? He's like, I-, I do. I think I do. I said, all right, what do you want? LeBron. What? <sighs> As in LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I hear what. Yeah. So- he says, yes, dad, I want to be LeBron. Cool. Huh. And I go... Any other name? <laughs> like anything else? What's your second pick? <laughs> right. What's yeah. your second? He's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. If I'm going to change my name, Dad, I think I want to be LeBron. Mm-hmm. So that's what he wanted to change his name to. And you did it? 
Mm. No. no. Sort of. Oh. Sort of. Kind of, sort of. There's a combination of a name that we kind of said, hey, look, if that's your theme that you want to go with, how about this? And then he said, dang, I really want LeBron, but okay, I can settle for that. They picked another <laughs> basketball player. Okay. Gotcha. But they let him change his name to another basketball player's name. I mean, you think about it. If your parent came up and said, like, change your name to whatever you want, you're like, okay. Now we're talking Elvis, yeah, right? You know, <laughs> Elvis Presley Garcia. So, so he got to change his middle name to a basketball player. He name. did, yes, yeah. Does he think it's cool? He loves it. He he loves it. And again, it's it's almost like a symbol of just some so a big change in his life that I'm pretty sure he's proud of. I I know he's proud of. I can see it in his eyes. And so when he was given this opportunity, he loved it. Well, tell little Shaquille we said what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will. Who was the second basketball player he wanted? Steph Curry? Uh, no, he said oh, Kobe. Kobe? Yeah, Aww. he liked Kobe. And I was like, hey, I like that one too. That's so cute. Kobe? Yeah. <laughs> Except for Kobe Bryant, it's a, a kind of meat. Yeah, right, Kobe It's a Kobe, it's a Kobe, Kobe steak. <laughs> I like you think it. Kobe's a cute name? I do. I think Kobe's Have cute. Have you ever met another Kobe? A puppy named Kobe? Yeah. And I thought it was cute. I told him, what about Dak Prescott? And he didn't like it. Oh, you wanted to hit him with a cowboy I mean, I said, player. hey, look, if you're really going to go for an athlete, how about mm. Dak Prescott? Dak is also a cute name. See? Well, tell little... little. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Luca. Who's left? Tell, Kyrie. Little, tell little Luca we said what's up. <laughs> all right, I will. Well, we're getting a lot of calls saying congratulations on your adoption, Eddie. Oh, I love it, man. So, thank you. All, to, all the call, to all the calls we've had before, <laughs> thank you. We won't grab any more for on air, but just know that a lot of listeners... Are, are saying thank you, congratulations. That's so You're cool. Awesome. I appreciate that. Bobby Bonchamp. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Luke Bryan was announced as the host of the 2021 CMA Awards. The show happens on Wednesday, November 10th on ABC. Lady A shared the purpose of their song, Like a Lady. It is all about female empowerment. And I think the thing that I love the most about this song is it's not just about getting all fancy and heels and a dress. It's about just feeling comfortable in your skin. And that is what makes being a woman sexy is when you're comfortable in your own skin. Keith Urban talks about his kids speaking Australian. We were all down in Australia filming Nine Perfect Strangers for quite a few months uh, late last year. So they did a bit of schooling while they were down there. Uh, maybe their friends picked up a, a slight bit of Aussie-isms in their expressions when they came back, maybe. But I bet they lost that pretty quick. <laughs> they're, they're, they're Nashville girls through and through. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Shout out to CJ Degan, Beth Ward, and Lauren Johnson. They are three staff members at Norwalk Middle School in Iowa. They were just in school one day, and an eighth grader goes into cardiac arrest. So they knew exactly what to do. They got that AED machine, and they that's clear, that's clear electric shock, and then they, they did CPR as well. Brought her back to life, called 911, and saved her life. And now the mayor is, is honoring them as heroes. It's pretty cool. So on that machine, I think this is good to talk about. Yes. Let's say, Eddie, you go down for the count and there's a machine next next to me. You open it on up. The wall. Yes. Well, I know what to do if I just grab the machine. Yes. We have to turn on the machine. So first turn it on. That's the only thing really you need to know. Grab the machine. It's like a little briefcase. Mm. Turn it on and it has everything you need. Because this could happen to somebody somewhere. Yes. Okay. So it's on the wall usually. Yes. With a, like a little heart and an electric signal, like so a I, lightning bolt so signal. So I bust on. the glass with my fist. I think you just opened the door bounce. Okay. Yeah. Me, though. <laughs> just open it. It should okay. be open. O- open the door. Okay. Turn it on. Yes. And then it tell 
Then what? It says remove the sticky pads and it tells you exactly where to place them on their chest. Like you have to read it or it talks to no, you? No, it talks to you. It awesome. does? Yes. There's oh, a wow. voice and it comes All out right. and it says remove sticky pads. Place it on this part of the chest and place the other one on that part of the and chest. And is it easy to do? Yes. I've done it. Not on a real person, a dummy, but I've done it. And then it tells you now time. And it, it, even if the person's heart has not stopped, it says remove the things. They don't need a shock. Oh, wow, it's yes. monitoring the heart. It tells you exactly if they need it or they don't need it. Okay. So if they do need it, they say, all right, press electric, stand back, now administering shock. And then it does it, and then it repeats however more it needs to, and then it tells you if it works or not. It's really, it, it just, it instructs you every single way it needs to. Well, that's good to know because, again, there may be a situation where someone is listening now where someone goes down. Yeah, I, I would see that box and be like, I don't know what to yeah, do with that, too. so I'm not going to do anything. Somebody help, and maybe now I would know what to do. What's cool is after I took the class, now I can I notice them everywhere I go. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, there's one right there. And, and you're telling me you don't want to punch a hole in that thing just for effect. I Grab mean, it. you well, never know what you're going to do in the... Bloody hands. Yeah, but then for years, it'd be like you had to punch a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are going to be like, wasn't it just unlocked? And it's not for me. I, would, hey, I, I needed to save a life. I needed to save it immediately. They'll forgive you if you break it. It's fine. <laughs> All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If I'm watching a game and it means a lot to me, I have a lot of nervous energy where I will pace around the room nonstop. So what I do now is I keep weights in the living room. And so I just do curls and push-ups the whole time. Smart. It's a double. One, I get to get rid of some of that nervous energy. And two, you know, I try to get in a little better shape. Wow. So when Arkansas plays, I do it. And then Monday Night Football was last night. And I had a guy playing on my fantasy team. And I do it. And I was doing curls. And I was referring to my arms. I was like, hey, check out the girls to Caitlin. She's like, what? what do you, you call your arms girls? And I was <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, check out the girls. Hmm. She's like, what do you mean? I said, curls for the girls. And she goes, no, no, no. What that means is you're doing curls so girls will like your arm. <laughs> yes. And I was like, my whole life, I thought curls for the girls meant you're doing curls for your arms that are girls. What's oh, wrong wow. with you? I don't know. And she was like, are you serious? <laughs> you thought your whole life curls for the girls meant curls and that your arms were called girls. Huh. I said, yeah. It curls for the arms, basically. Curls yeah. for the girls. Curls huh. for the girls. My arms are girls. So you've been referring to your mm. biceps as, as girls. girls. Yeah, I thought class. everybody did. <laughs> no, my so, husband refers to them as Harry and Larry. I just yesterday learned that girls is not your arms. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Morgan about this. Morgan just learned something about the Beatles. Yeah, so I did not know they were like comprised of uh, Ringo Starr, John Lennon, Paul McCartney and George Harrison. I thought the Beatles were just like four random guys and they were just the Beatles. Like, I did not think they were all like separately famous people now because I never listened to the Beatles growing up. So you didn't know Paul McCartney was a Beatle? No. Didn't know Ringo Starr was a Beatle. None of that was like, I just assumed those were all individual people and the Beatles were all like Bob, Tom, and Larry. (laughs) 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 I never thought they were famous on their own. How did this come about. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody was like celebrating something about the Beatles and I was like, uh, excuse me, those people are not in the Beatles. Like I thought somebody was messing with me. Mm-hmm. I only know like Ringo Starr on his own and like Paul McCartney on his own. I never knew they were part of the Beatles. Do you ever get to an argument you just know you're right but you're so wrong? Like I was talking again with Caitlin and I was talking, we were talking about the, the Hadid sisters. There's Bella Hadid and then Gigi. there's Gigi Hadid. And I was like, no, this one's way, you should date the weekend. She's well. She was like, no, that's that's actually the younger one. And I was like, no, 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 you're wrong. Knowing that she'd probably know better than I did. But Gigi's the older of the two. Who knew? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. did know that. Because of Real Housewives, but. She's but the one with Zane. You tried to argue this? I was like, Caitlin, I think you're wrong. <laughs> she was like, why are you, how are you questioning me at this? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 
Like, I know anything about the Hadids anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think you're wrong. From my knowledge, Bella and, and Gigi are... Com- but nope, I was completely wrong. <laughs> but I will, I will argue. I'll dig in. I'll dig in even if I... Even if I, when she started to go, no, let's look them up. I was like, who needs to look it up? I already know I'm a heart. <laughs> well, so then how does it get handled once you we realize you're wrong? No, no, we looked it and up. And then you say, I, oh, I my wrong. bad. Yeah, then I ignore. I'm like, my bad. Anyway, hey, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Ray, what's up with you and Bay? What do you mean? Well, like, everything everything good in the Ray Mundo household? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? I don't know the answer to that one yet. I'll report back. Well, I, I, I was just asking generally. Oh, people, yeah. I just got a tweet saying they would like an update on Bay before I came on the air, which reminded everything going on. Everything's okay? good. Yeah. I mean, I did a little bachelor party, and I mean, a lot of pictures get posted, so I have to clarify oh, and explain boy. stuff. Oh, that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and we were both busy, so I haven't officially uh, had time to talk to her at home yet. So. What do you mean pictures get posted? There was just a lot of photos floating around the internet. I mean, we went Not to- floating. That you posted. I'll tell you what I saw. <laughs> I noticed you posting a lot of pictures with girls on Broadway, and I was like, oh, well, well this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, so she got upset? Yeah, she just said it's disrespectful to post them. She didn't care it's a bachelor party. She didn't even care if I went to a strip club. She just said it's the posting it that's disrespectful to her. It makes total sense. Did you go to a club? No, we went to, we went to a nightclub. We, I didn't even want to go to a strip club. Okay. But yeah, we went to a really fun place. So why'd you even bring up a strip club just yeah, now? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> He's just showing how cool she is. Okay. No, she is cool. That, that's, she's not afraid of that. But it, it, to other people, it looks like that I was disrespecting our marriage. But I definitely wasn't I didn't think that. you were disrespecting your marriage. I was just like, why is Ray posting pictures on his feed with all these girls? I was videoing when they brought the bottle over. I had no idea the girls were going to be in bikinis. I mean, with barely any bottoms on. But then you didn't have to post it. It didn't auto post. Well, it, it was such a fun picture <laughs> with all my friends smiling. I thought, why not post it? <laughs> okay, but everything else is good? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> what, what is everything else? <laughs> I was just a general throwaway because someone had just tweeted me before I came on the air. An update with Ray and Bay. Yeah. Well, to- we'll, be, we'll be good. We'll be good. I just got to talk to her. I think she wrote me a letter. She <gasps> said she wants me to read, uh, write, uh, a read the letter. A handwritten That's not good. note? She wrote you a letter? Yes, because I did a bachelor party. It, it was three days of five, ten guys going crazy and having the most fun possible. I mean, some stuff has to be clarified and explained. And have you she read you the letter? letter? I haven't read it yet. You haven't read it yet? Let's read it now. What's taking you so long? <laughs> How long is it? I haven't, I haven't seen the letter yet. Oh, She's it makes like, me think it's of... It's at home? <laughs> yeah. And is it like laying on a table? Yes. Is She's it in a, an envelope? Maybe, but she just said, I want you to read this letter. That's how I truly feel about stuff right now. Wow. But you didn't see her the whole time on the bachelor party? You didn't go home? Uh, I did one night. I did one night, but she was in bed, and then we left the next morning early for brunch, so... But yeah, I mean, all those guys were in town, so that's the thing. It's not like I was going back home. I was staying at the bachelor pad. They dropped. Like, oh, some, you were staying with them. Yeah, they did some rooftop patio for two thousand a night. It was awesome. Okay, why do you have to throw out there how much? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the same kind of stuff to get you in trouble. <laughs> and if you're asking why Ray doesn't have a voice, even three days after the bachelor party, it's because he went that hard. Yeah, I mean, it started in the morning, and we had so much stuff planned, so many activities to get to. Mm-hmm. That's really going to be the ramifications of it. You're going to lose your voice. You're going to do some stuff you didn't necessarily want to, but everything can be Wait, explained. now what did you do yeah, that yeah, you yeah. didn't Go want ahead. to? Your wife's going to leave you space. a handwritten note. Hey, nobody's, nobody's listening. Safe space, What would you do? No, so anyways, my, uh, my Apple Watch is connected to my phone. I left my Apple Watch at home. So she read all my text messages oh. and stuff like Wait, that. What, <laughs> what kind so, of texts so, were you getting? I mean, I was just talking to friends. I was like, hey, duh. I was actually trying to cut a line. And I said to my one friend, I said, hey, what is that blonde hair girl's name that lives with it, that lives at our apartment? 
my wife's like, really? You're trying to find some girl? And I'm like, no, that's how I'm cut, trying to cut a line. I can't remember her name. What does cut a line mean? Oh, cut a line. Like, yeah. get ahead Amy, in it. I was thinking something dirty. I know. I was <laughs> like, like dirty. cut a line? <laughs> what is that, like a drug? No, a line that you go into a restaurant and a bar. Okay, okay, okay. So well, this works. this was a whole different direction. I was yeah, Bobby, way to go. No, I didn't do anything. That's right how I was going. <laughs> no, why, why Bobby? Ray, <laughs> way to go. Immediately. I, like, I answered honestly. I, what did you want me to say? A fluff answer? I, I go, hey, Ray, do we need to go to break? Yes, I, my wife's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that felt like. <laughs> movie Mike's movie podcast. It's October, so he's talking about scary movies. He's talking about the four movies that would go on his Mount Rushmore of horror. And so, scariest movie ever that you've seen around the room. Quickly, Eddie. I don't watch a lot of them, so Friday Friday the 13th, I guess. Old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I don't watch scary movies at all. I don't either, but I'll watch like movies that scare me like 28 Days Later. Oh. Which was about a virus that went around. That's, yeah, that's Zombies. Scary. That's as wild to me. You? I mean, I have a lot, but I'll go Signs. I hated that one. I didn't think Signs was that scary. Really? I thought it was just kind of a thriller. Is that the one with the crop uh, yeah. signs? Okay. Yeah, that to me didn't seem like a, a horror movie. Oh, it's still scary. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean. My other one's Cape Fear. You've probably never seen it. Mm, yeah. see that one. Morgan? Gru- the Grudge. That's, that's scary? Yeah, I mean, that's the oldest one I've seen. Only. I mean, I guess anything could be scary. Wolf of Wall Street could be scary. Well, to some people. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I mean, I watched the new It recently, and that was more just freaky to me, not scary. Yeah. It was gross. I don't watch. Uh, if it's a horror movie, I don't watch Me it. Me too, man. I'm but out. I, I watched on Netflix that show Clickbait, and people were like, "This is scary." It wasn't. It was just a thrill, thriller. Mm-hmm. Would you consider it a thriller, Mike? Thriller. Yeah, because the guy gets abducted, and you got to figure out what happened. And they keep, they put it online. They're like, "All right, we're gonna kill him in a certain amount of time if you don't." But I didn't feel like I was ever a monster. Maybe a mo- there has to be a monster in it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a scary movie. I mean, everyone's level of scary is probably different. But yeah, there's a distinction between thriller and horror. Movie Mike's movie podcast. He talks about the... And you like horror movies, right, Mike? I love them. Uh-huh. I have no interest in being scared. You can actually trademark a sound. Raymundo wanted to trademark his famous sound. Yeah! Oh, boy. His yeah. voice is still messed up oh, in the bachelor man. party over the weekend. It doesn't sound like that. Ray, do you do that everywhere you go? Yeah, a lot. Do people request that from you if they see you out? Every cameo says, do the yeah, and then in person will go, hey, do a yeah with me. We'll video it. So, yeah. That's kind of the thing. Yeah, they just kind of just use me for that, and then they leave me, and they say bye, and that's it. You think Urkel gets, hey, man, I know you've done this show in 25 years. Will you give me a, can I do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure he does. You know he's got to be like, oh, no. <laughs> Still. So you can trademark a sound if it's really known. For example, this duck quack. Affleck. Affleck. Because he says Affleck. <laughs> but that's a trademark sound. All right, Eddie, Amy, Morgan number two. You'll go until you miss. Let's go. Everybody ready? Yes. Here is the first sound. You've got mail. You've got mail. Can you name who trademarked that sound? Amy? AOL. Eddie? AOL. Morgan? AOL. Morgan, did you ever have AOL? I did, for for maybe a few years. When you were like one? Yeah, very young. Next up. Oof. Yeesh. That sound is trademarked. What's it from? I might go out here. If you all go out, then we'll just keep going. Okay. Come on, guys, miss it. I'm in. Amy? Law and Order? Eddie? Netflix. Morgan? Apple? One of you's right. Oh, boy. It is Law and Order. No! 
We gotta keep going. It's too yeah, early. Yeah, we're doing points, right? We're doing points. I didn't think you guys would fail out of this game after two. Gosh, it's been a minute since I won something. All right, next one. Go. Okay, I'm in. Go. Morgan. Simpsons. That's right. <laughs> you think you had it? I didn't think I did. Eddie. Simpsons. Amy. Simpsons. Okay, good. Name this one. I'm about to have a seizure. Yeah, I know that hurts. <laughs> no chance Morgan gets this one. Morgan? It's a guess. 60 minutes? That's it. Dang. Hey! Eddie? 60 minutes. Good. Amy? 60 minutes. Good. Name this trademark sound. What? Almost a bug zapper. Close. Like outside of a picnic. <laughs> the, the neon or in blue. In the backyard, or yeah. Uh, Amy. Star Wars? Correct. Okay. The lightsabers from Star Wars. Yeah, just a guess. Eddie? Star Wars. Morgan? Star Wars. Good. Next. In. What? In. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Oh, dang it. I'm in. Ooh, ooh. It could almost be good, bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. Eddie? That's Hunger Games. Yeah. Morgan? Hunger Games. Yeah. Amy? Hunger Games. Good. Amy's still up by one. Next one. What? In. Surely you know that one, Amy. Surely she doesn't. I, I'm guessing. I don't feel confident, though. Morgan? I, I, I'm guessing. Jeopardy? Wow. What? What's wrong with that? Solid guess. Uh-oh, that's what Amy has. What do you have? Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, give is it to it, me, Bones. Is he going to now Da-da-da, win? Da-da-da. What? That doesn't... Da-da. ESPN. Oh, how do I not know that? Oh, I don't... sports. I don't watch that. They play it everywhere. They play it at college football games. I don't... Well... If I'm watching that stuff, I'm not really paying attention. So you're not watching it? Correct. Okay. I'm in. Morgan? Green Acres. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Is that just you picking two words? Yeah, I know. Well, I know it's an uh, old TV show, so that's the only thing Okay. All right. Eddie? Tarzan. Amy? Tarzan. Oh. Yeah. There's two left. If it's a tie, Amy wins. Okay. Yeah. Because we changed the rules? Yeah, because we okay. changed the rules halfway through. Uh, okay, next one. Woohoo! Oh, man, I don't know. Woohoo! Okay, hold on. Well, I think that's Mario, so then it'd be Super Mario Bros. Oh, first of all, (laughs) calling it Super Mario Bros. is weird. Yeah, I never heard that. (laughs) Never heard that. Is that not what it's called? Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, maybe it's called Bros. But it's spelled. I mean, they on all their stuff. It's B R O S. Yeah. So, Uh, Eddie, I did uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. Amy, Pillsbury Doughboy. Correct. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yes. One more. If it's a tie, Amy wins. Amy missed this one. What? 
What? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> hey, that's Snoop. He's going hard. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Okay, I think I got it. Oh, you do? I think. Okay. I think. All right. You in? Yeah. Morgan? Star Wars? It's Darth Vader. It is? Correct. Woo! Um, Eddie? Star Wars. Okay. Amy? <laughs> Vicks Vaporize. <laughs> hey, that's smart, Amy. Good thinking. Whatever. Eddie? Okay. Come on. Come on. You know what you want. Yeah! You want. We changed the rules, but you want. There's an asterisk beside that's it, but right. you still want. That's all right. I'll take it. Wow. I mean, both Snoop Dogg and Vicks VapoRub were pretty funny. Yeah, I was thinking about saying Willie just to be funny, but I didn't want to lose the game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's definitely an asterisk beside that victory yeah, 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 for sure, it. but I we need to play it. the game. Here's the voicemail we got last night. Hi, Bobby. We have a morning corny for you. My son Ashton came up with a great one. Here it is. What is sushi A say to sushi B? Wasabi. Hey, you're welcome. What's up, B? What's up, What does Sushi A say to Sushi? What's up, You've B? You've done that one, right, Amy? Yeah, I've done it. The delivery was horrible. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just going to be honest. Hey, I didn't even know what was said. Hey. The delivery was horrible. I like it. Okay, uh, next one. Hey, I just wanted to shout out Walker Hayes. Um, kind of a cool story. He came down to Mississippi for a radio promotional uh, performance, and there was little girls there since 9 o'clock in the morning waiting for him for a 7 o'clock show, and he came out two hours before the start of the show and did a sound check and played fancy for those girls and it was like Backstreet Boys. It was crazy. Anyway, I thought it was so cool of him. He ended up playing fancy three times that day. Cool guy. <laughs> learned about him from your show years ago. I think he's awesome. Thanks for all y'all do. You know, I always think it's great when an artist, and I like it if they have like one or two hits only and they play that hit twice. If somebody's going to come out and do a set and it's a 25-minute set and they have one hit, I like them to start with it and end with it. Wow. <laughs> Why not? That's what you yeah. know him for. That's what you're there for, really. Yeah. That's what's going to, I yeah. think it's hilarious that he'll play that, that song multiple times. And right. I mean, I have seen artists do it, and I'm like, why don't more people do that? That's what you come for. To, you don't, if they're a new artist, we don't want to hear six or seven songs we don't know. Maybe three. But play the hit again. All right. Thank you for all your voicemails. 877-77-BOBBY is our phone number and our voicemail line. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So luxury brand Coach has had to vow to start changing the way they handle bags that they haven't been able to sell. Previous policy was to destroy unsold items by slashing them and then throwing them in the dumpster and then filing them as a tax write-off through this like insurance loophole of like damaged goods. And I guess a dumpster diver found all these coach bags, ended up selling it to someone else that's like really popular on TikTok. And she straight up outed coach and they're completely changing their policy. They responded to the video. They had to put out a statement on Instagram saying they will stop slashing and dumping merchandise that they can't sell. Dang. You would think they could sell it for even more. These other companies, holes, slashes, they're yeah. like triple the price. Yeah. And coach isn't the only brand that does this. Is this is article coach is cool saying. anymore? I mean, to some people, maybe, yeah. No, but generally, I don't see it out as much. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, there's. Coach I feel like coaches older now. Yeah, so a different population might be really into it, but it's still a really nice brand that's very much in existence. Morgan is Coach cool? I don't use it. Yeah, I, I don't think it is anymore. I mean, I think it's still luxury-ish. Yeah, like, but, like they're so, still in business. Very yeah, much like so. I think old the older women tend to like it, but as far as like me and my friends, no, nobody uses Coach. All right, what else? Right, to be clear, Morgan's in her twenties. 
So Chris Young tweeted, the worst thing in the world is when a hero lets you down. I'm the most disappointed I've been in a long time tonight. But he didn't reveal who it was. I know who it was. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Superman. Oh. Oh. I saw Ray post a picture (laughs) with him this weekend. Wait, what? Yeah, Ray Ray saw Chris Young. So it's got to be Ray. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. No, hold on. I didn't know this. Okay. I don't know who Chris Young was talking about. Ray. Okay, get over it. Stop saying, oh, when a hero lets you down, but then not saying who it is. Okay. Dramatic a little like bit. Like, if you're going to say that, just say it. If you're going to say it, say it, right? <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to out the person. But then there's no reason to be like, oh, it sucks when a hero mm-hmm. lets you down. Mopey, mopey. Okay. However, Ray, was it you? No. But he, he really didn't want to take the picture with me. He was, he was not smiling either. So I was kind of let down. Well, he's generally like that anyway. Yeah, and I'm was, surprised he, you went up to him. He was doing breakfast. I probably shouldn't have jumped in. <laughs> oh, well, then oh, you're no. wrong. <laughs> Wait, was he eating food? Yes. He's at the bar eating food. But was there food on his plate? I think there was. Okay, you're in the wrong then. I, I take back what I said. You can't go up to somebody when they have food in front of them. Breakfast? We're just going to go past You were at a he bar was, and breakfast? Right. He does mimosas. He does brunch. It was this brunch. This is his thing. And Chris Young was sitting at a bar. Yeah. Had some eggs and bacon. And tequila or what? He wasn't actively eating. Sitting there. Alone? With food in front of him. He's about to eat. And you went up and said what? Grabbed it. Hey, can I get a pick real quick, pimp? <laughs> That's so, all this is so weird. <laughs> was he alone at the yeah, bar? he was. He was just chilling. What bar? Uh, Hopsmith. Popular brunch spot in Midtown in Nashville. And he's chilling by himself eating eggs. Yeah. Okay. A l- interesting. Yeah, That's interesting. Shocking. Secondly, you... You see people all the time there in the country music world. But it's cool for people on Instagram to see us with country stars. I do it for people that follow me. In the I've, wild, I've yeah. met the dude like five times, but I still take a picture every time I see him. And you didn't feel like waiting until after he was done eating? No, nah, I did it real quick. All my boys were trying to roll out, and I, I had no time to sit around and be polite. Did, did you say who you were? Did he know who you were? I think he kind of knows who I am, because every time I see him, I pop in his face and put a phone right there and take a picture. Okay. okay. <laughs> I take back some of what I said. <laughs> I don't know who the hero was. It seems a bit dramatic. What else you got? Okay, so uh, Cheesecake Factory. We're all fans here. And a guy decided to order 35, all 35 cheesecakes on the menu, and he ranked them. That's hilarious, and I wish I had <laughs> thought about that. I know. I'm over here eating pumpkin stuff until I explode. <laughs> Every and day. this guy just did it all in one day. That's awesome. So I'm sure everyone's curious what topped the list, and it's the Dulce de Leche Caramel Cheesecake. Ooh. So Boom. That's what we need to get. And the Godiva chocolate cheesecake was at the bottom. I'm sure, too, it has to do with your own taste buds. Sure. Oh, for sure. Everyone's different. Because I would put peanut butter at the bottom because I hate peanut butter. But I haven't been to che- Cheesecake Factory in a while, but it's tough not to order cheesecake when you go there. Oh, we go often because my daughter loves the bread and the angel hair pasta with shrimp. And now I'm going to be getting, I'm going to try this number one cheesecake to see what it's like. I still haven't got all the way through the menu. Because it's huge. A couple pages a day. <laughs> my goal is to finish the whole menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it? Yeah, but maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So we've all heard of yard sales or garage sales, but have you ever heard of a kindness sale? Mm, let me think about that. My grandma and I used to go to a lot of these. Yard sales, estate sales. Did you ever mm-hmm. look up in the newspaper kindness sale? Mm-mm. Okay, well, Susan Thompson Gaines, she holds two-day kindness sales at her Arlington home, and she uses profits to pay for random acts of kindness in her community. So this is the third year that she's done it, and through her 
which is ultimately, it's a yard sale, but she's calling it a kindness sale. This year, she raised $12,000. Wow. And she uses the money to do things like buy donuts for nurses at the local hospital, leave flowers at veterans' graves, buy a homecoming dress for a teenage girl in need. So she takes the money and then just finds out about different things in the area and boom, supports everybody. I love it. It's a great idea. That's pretty cool. It's a, it's a different story than when Eddie found that $500 flower pot. At, at the, the garage yeah. sale? Yeah. And she well, said it was rare from like Alaska or something. Well, what was it? A, what was it? <laughs> it was a planter, a flower pot. Yes. At a, at a yard sale, $500. $500. It better be a car. It better be able to take me somewhere <laughs> I know, but for $500. Has bucks. anybody had the thought, because I did later, that maybe Eddie passed up something that's actually worth a million dollars? No. Yeah, but in those scenarios, you want to buy it for $5 and it'd be worth like a lot of money. I would think if something was worth a whole lot and you didn't know, you'd have no clue and it'd be sold for a nickel. Right. Mm. Okay. Not, no. not 500 bucks. Not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good story, though. She's awesome. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What song do vampires hate? What song do vampires hate? You are my sunshine. <laughs> That's my pretty good. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. All right, we have an announcement here. I kind of announced it last week and didn't know I wasn't supposed to announce it until yeah, today. I was wondering about that. <laughs> no, it, we had Josh Woods in from TikTok, and I invited him to come play with Raging Idiots at the Higher Country Festival. But we hadn't announced it. I know, but I had to do it. I wanted to do it then. The moment was happening. <laughs> right. So the big announcement is... <laughs> Uh, Eddie and I's band, The Raging Idiots, will be performing at our iHeart Country yeah. Festival. Presented by Capital One, Saturday, October 30th in Austin at the Frank Irwin Center. It is not this, this uh, Saturday, but it's next Saturday. Aside from Eddie and I bringing out Josh Woods, which is going to be super fun because this kid, he works at a car wash. Awesome. We're just singing on TikTok and we're like, hey, play up here and then come play in front of 20,000 people in Austin, Texas with us. So aside from that, like real people like Blake Shelton, Toby Keith, Little Big Town, Jake Owen, Cole Swindell, Carly Pierce. It's going to be a massive show. Surprises. The surprise I can't even say because it's so big and I'll get in trouble. <laughs> Again. Yes. <laughs> but get your tickets at TexasBoxOffice.com. TexasBoxOffice.com. Uh, drive down to Austin if you can. It's going to be a really, really great show. And now Eddie and I, we're doing like 15 minutes. We're going to do a, a few of the hits. Yeah. Bring Josh Woods out. Call it a day, you know? I'm also hosting the show. They did this video on Saturday Night Live where they were making fun of country music a little bit. Although it's a pretty good song. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> and then it gets into the Squid Games. I'm going to play about a minute of it or so. Maybe a little more. But this is from SNL. It is... Uh, the guest was uh, Rami Malek. How do you say his name? Rami Malek, who yeah. played uh, Freddie Mercury on, on yeah. in the Queen movie. Right. And then also uh, the tall, goofy guy. Yeah, Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah. All right, here you go. I just got laid off. More time ain't paid off. My ex-wife hates me. Even had to sell my puppy. Yes, I'm broken. It's a damn shame. Yes, I got to play the squid game. <laughs> In a big room, they got symbols on their faces like the ones on PlayStations, and the main guy looks like Dr. Doom. Bunk beds, new friends, piggy bank up in the sky. 
There's a robot girl who caught me running. Better duck behind the nearest guy. Wait, what? They're yelling at me in Korean and nothing is translated. It's really funny. I didn't expect to laugh as hard as I did. And maybe I think Pete Davidson's really funny. And then Squid Games, obviously. Eddie, did you finish Squid Games? Oh, I'm finally done. All I mean, of it? Yes, all done. And? Um, Unbelievable. I'm with you. I don't know if it's the best show I've ever, ever, ever seen, but I mean, it's a five out of five. Wow. 100%. You, you're okay, though, with different languages. I love subtitle That was movies. the struggle for me was the different language. Otherwise, it was just, I, I, I was addicted. I needed to go watch. Anytime I had 15 minutes, I was like trying to get a little bit of the show if I had time. Like, loved it that much. Yeah, I'm so into the whole subtitle and Korean movies now. Like, I love Parasite. That was a Korean movie. Yeah, that was and really good, too. this was Korean. And now, what you say, Taxi Driver or whatever? Yeah. Uh, that's next on my list. You said Parasite was your favorite movie of all time. Of all point. time. Yeah, oh, top wow. five movies. Are you sure you're just not Korean? Maybe. <laughs> I do have a cousin that's half Korean. Brian Laundry costumes are popping up for Halloween. Oh, no. Yeah. That's too, too much. much. Mm-hmm. There appear to be people... That are making light of the Gabby Petito Brian Laundry saga. And so now people have started posting pictures of them in a Brian Laundry costume. Wild. Right, Too far. No, it's not good. It's, it's I, and unacceptable. I don't know, if I'm getting older, I just, I just don't get offended by things. If I don't like it, I just move away from it in general. A show, a comedy act, a person. But this one, I'm not offended, but I'm going, who would wear, what kind of person mm-hmm. would wear that costume? Yeah. I mean, it just sucks that someone thinks that that's okay. There was a story about a guy who was walking the Appalachian Trail, and he's hiking it, and he has a beard, and he's bald. And the feds ambushed him. They thought it was Brian, it's not Brian Laundry. Oh, it wasn't him. Mm-mm. An upstate New Yorker who kind of looks like him, but that bald-headed beard look is pretty popular with bald-headed guys because they need hair somewhere. Mm-hmm. Scuba Steve has that look. He does, because he needs hair somewhere, right, Scuba Steve? Exactly, and it's nice to get a cut. You feel like a regular person. Has anybody accused you of being Brian <laughs> Laundry? No, no, they haven't, thank God. Again, an upstate New Yorker was hiking the Appalachian Trail when U.S. Marshals on the hunt pulled their guns on him. Wow. If you're this dude, though, and you look like Brian Laundry, don't you, and, and he's there, aren't you kind of like one eye open, like, they probably think I'm Brian Laundry. He probably didn't even know. think he looks yeah. like Brian Laundry. Oh, he looks like Brian Laundry. <laughs> Why are you, should you have to alter your look just because someone decided to exactly. commit, potentially, allegedly commit a crime? But you're going to go back to that place looking mm-hmm. just like the guy and expect no one to think you're him. What if you've had this trip planned forever? Well, we're doing a lot of what ifs right now. I know. And then how long does the whole thing last before you tell him, like, I'm not him? Dude, I don't know. That's the handcuff you. Because looking at him, I don't know that I believe him. I'm like, yeah. The heck you are. You're Brian Laundry. They have been hiking from Georgia to Virginia. Oh, my. Maybe they haven't even seen the news. Since late September, they were completely eliminated. <laughs> uh, uh, when they got him, they checked his tattoos, and they didn't. this guy didn't okay. have Brian Laundry's okay. tattoos. And so they're like, Gosh. give me your ID. But oh, how man. traumatic for him. And that's funny. Well, Do for you, a, later, maybe. You think he thinks it's funny? In the moment, probably not. He probably knows he looks like Brian Laundry though. And he's telling the girl, hey, I look like the guy. This is where he is. I wouldn't doubt some people think that we're him. Mm. I don't know that you think federal marshals come at you with guns. <laughs> but, that, yeah, I mean, he look, but he also looks just like him. But I would think Brian Laundry would shave his face. Yes. If I'm the guy, I got a wig on or a hat. I don't know that you can go into a wig store looking like that. Maybe you got to pay someone like when you were a kid, get someone to buy beer for you. Mm-hmm. You wait outside the wig store. You're like, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks <laughs> if you go in and get me a beer. 
Yeah, good point. Because if you go in looking like Brian Laundrie asking for a wig, they're probably going to be like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah. How do you get razors at a store? Maybe he... Same thing. Well, I don't know. I guess depending on how pre... You know, I don't know if it's supreme. He could have shaved his face at home. Remember, he went home for a little bit. Good point. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe his parents had all the wigs. He could think ahead. I don't know. If those parents are not involved, I feel so bad for them Mm -hmm. because they are getting hassled. People are protesting outside their house. They're putting signs in their yard. If they're not involved, I still don't know how I feel about it because who cares how I feel about it? But if they're not involved, it stinks for those. It stinks for those parents anyway because let's just say because they didn't do it. And if your son comes to you and goes, hey, this happened, I'm going to run, you probably got a couple decisions to make. It's That's your right. son. That's right. It's tough. Do you help them Do you help them run from the law? You shouldn't. Yeah, but may, hopefully if you're considering helping him, then he gave you a very different version of the story or something. Because, like, I wouldn't. I would turn my son in, right? I Don't ask me. I okay. Don't a, I don't what would you son. do, Bones? I don't have a son. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you but don't want to answer it. Well, but Eddie's over here like, I know, it's a tough decision. It and I'm like, tough. no, it's not. It's tough because you start thinking like, well, man, I mean, I could help save him or I can do the right thing and turn him in. I mean, it's, it's really tough. Turning him in could be saving him, though. You're right. If he murdered somebody. Yeah. I would turn him in. Yeah. I feel like I okay. would turn him in too, Thank but you. I, I yes. can't say that because I don't have any kids yet. Mm-hmm. I would turn Eddie in. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm just your friend. Yeah. Not your son. If your son robbed a bank, would you turn him in? If the cops were looking for him? Yeah, I think the right thing here is to turn him in. Okay, that way you're just yes. going to stick to that yes. on the air? Yes. Okay. Researchers at Harvard Medical School found that a stressful marriage might actually be as bad as smoking and can be life-threatening. They found a conflict-filled relationship harms the body physically in many ways. People in a stressful relationship can have damaging body inflammation and vital organs, extreme changes in appetite, Increased levels of stress hormones. All these conditions can negatively affect heart function and how your body fights disease and sickness. So an unhappy marriage is an unhealthy physical body as well. I was talking to Scuba Steve about this before we came on the air. And he said fact about his past marriage. Not his current one. Yes. Current one, I'm assuming, is going pretty great. It's going great, yes. I look and I look wonderful, I believe. You do. <laughs> you do look wonderful. Why? What, what? What happened with the first marriage? I mean, it, all these things are true because you don't feel good about yourself, so you eat terrible. You don't work out. My skin was awful. I had really bad acne, and I just didn't have the great self esteem. I just was slumped over. I had you know poor shoulders. It just was. I was a, a gremlin. I looked awful. And you. Attribute that to your first wife? A hundred percent. The amount of stress of going through somebody who is cheating on you and treating you terrible, it just it, it's a lot on someone's soul and health. Uh, for me, it was at least. How long were you married the first time? Uh, it was just right about a year. No red flags going into that one? I, I think you go into it, just any relationship. Uh, I hate to pick on Abby because we talked about her a lot. You, you have blinders on. And you feel like everything is great and people give you advice and you don't want to hear it from them. And then you... Did your friends say, don't marry this woman? I had a couple good friends who were like, hey, man, I don't want to tell you too much because I don't want to lose this friendship. But Oof. I feel like this is not good. I'm like, no, nah, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. She's great. She's wonderful. And some of the things they said were, they were true. Oh, man. That's hard. Do you think she was cheating on you the whole time? Um, I believe the majority of the time, Yeah. Or may have been doing some, like, emotional cheating prior to it, and then it got physical. Do you think she cheated on you before you got married? I think so, yeah. How hard is that to say out loud? 
now because it's been about a good probably 10 years. It, I, I have no problem with it now, but back then it was rough. Like I, I was crying myself to sleep every night. It was hard. And, and so for those that didn't get to hear the show many months ago when Scuba told this story, he found pictures of her that she was texting to other dudes, right? Yeah, on like, Ashley Madison, which is that cheating site for married people. Like naked pictures or like underwear pictures? Underwear what? pictures. And and so Scuba took those pictures and sent them to her dad. Yep. Straight up. Savage. So. Very savage. Crazy. Like, I mean, that's how like, hurt he was, guys. I, mean, I know Email that. or text? Uh, it was email, and he's an older guy, so he doesn't check his email very often, so it sat for a good week or so. So say why you sent them to the dad again. Well, I mean, because what she was doing. I, but, and I, but that's her dad. He has nothing to do with it. Yeah, but he was the one person I kind of confided into, and he was also another person that kind of gave me advice of like, hey, my daughter's a little... Uh, a little uh, like this. This could be an issue. And so I was like, kind of like, you're right. This the is what she's doing. dad came yeah. to you? Mm. Yeah, he liked me. He still follows me on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I think he kind of felt bad for me marrying his daughter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's pretty hard to stomach, but that was what happened. And so until that dad responded, you just sat and waited? Just sat and waited. I mean, I already waited this long of all these cheating things I knew was happening. So I kind of wanted to wait for his like final punch. And so... She also just continued to come home, not knowing what was going on. Yep. How did you keep it quiet that you sent those emails off? I just kept doing what I was already doing, just just kind of you know suffocating myself with it and just <sighs> moving on. Once you moved out and moved away and got divorced, did you physically start to feel better? Well, I kicked her out of the apartment. I kept the apartment in the city, and like immediately, I started. Uh, just I was like, okay, I have to get myself ready to be single and ready to find somebody else. So I started going to the gym, started eating healthier, started taking care of myself and thinking about me for the first time in a really long time. So it was a great experience for me. So I, uh, it was rough, but it was good. And you can kind of back up this article and go, yes, if you're not in a good relationship physically, your body goes to crap. Oh, for sure, yeah. So get out if you're in a bad relationship. It's not worth it. When your current your your wife now hears these stories, what does she say? Oh, she knows all about them all, and and she because she even looked at me as we were dating. She kept saying, "Wow, you keep looking better and better, and you're looking younger." And it attributes to having a great relationship, somebody who can support you and be there for you. So um, she just was like, "I don't know why you would deal with someone like that, and how you could deal with somebody like that." So. Uh, so she's always vowed to take good care of me. I don't know, Scuba. And just let me say this, and I, I, I'd hate to lose you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to lose you. You should just do your own show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a long-term goal of mine. I mean, you're, you're, you're very interesting. You have opinions. I mean, you're the guy here, but I, it, at some point, you should just do your own show. I don't know what that means. I don't know if I need to go get you a show somewhere. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I mean, that's definitely a, a long-term goal of mine I would like to do. But Why long-term? How old are you? I'm in my uh, mid-30s. Okay, there's no long-term. I know, I know. But I, I do like what I do, and I like supporting people like yourself and working for you and, and being a part of a team environment. I guess I just I get scared. I'm like a, a failure. It's scary because you know what? Odds are it's not going to work. Yeah. But anything that's amazing is only amazing because not a lot of people can do it, but you have to trust that you are able to uh, you fight through the pressure. Yeah. Uh, be the odd, you know, the, the, the odd man out that does make it. Man, if I'd have been scared, I wouldn't be here. That's that's a good point. And I feel like I've learned so many tools along the way working from many different shows that I know how it's all done behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. So it would you be great. You gotta do your own show, man. I, I'd the story about your, you just have so many stories, but the story, can I mention the story about your name and your wife? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Scu- and we mentioned this on the show, but Scuba Steve's wife, your, your wife now. Yes, yeah. His dad, her dad died. Scuba diving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Crazy. Awful. And your name is Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. <laughs> and she never told me until I talked to a psychic. And I was like, why would you not start with that? So, But you were already Scuba Steve when you met her. Yes, yeah. That was my name way before her. Mm-hmm. That's hard. And she never mentioned that to you. Never mentioned it to me. And I was like, wow, that would be and the then, first but thing But why I not say. just change your name out of respect? Uh, well, I mean, that's just my name. It's the brand I've had for a long time, so I just stuck with it. And I've tried changing it, but everywhere I go, people seem to like it. And so I just keep continuing with the name. But it's the brand named after a TV a movie character. Yeah, it is that, yes. Yeah. So it's not like my name, yeah, correct, yeah. yeah. He's had so many jobs. Too. I mean, we could sit here and do the Scuba Steve special. I think we did a podcast once mm-hmm. on the <laughs> Bobby cast. Mike, let's move that back up on the Bobby cast, the Scuba Steve episode. The doctor, his time with Dr. Phil was interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll get off this. Okay. At some point, though, I'm going to have to cut the cord on you. <laughs> And and don't, I don't want to lose you, but he's got to go and do his own thing. It's not, maybe you just do a podcast okay. to start. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But you, ha- you don't have any time, so I don't know how you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll make time. I have to, but I, pr- I appreciate the support. That's really cool. All right. There he is. Scuba Steve, my hero and yours. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Her name is Tenny Burkett Ivy. She was diagnosed with breast cancer in November 2020, and she thought about not even fighting it because she's 97. Oh, wow, yeah. She was like, I don't know if I want to go through that. And I've had a really full life. But she also couldn't stand the thought of not seeing her last grandchild getting married. Mm -hmm. And her goal was, I got to go to the wedding. She had been to all three weddings for her other grandkids. She was like, so I'm going to do it. She went through surgery. She went through chemo. chemo. She went through radiation. That's she, a lot. Ni- 97. Her body's yeah. so frail. And she survived. Wow. She didn't her. let cancer stop her from attending her grandson's wedding, and now she's cancer-free. What? She's healthy. She's 97, so I'm sure she's brittle, but she's healthy as can be. She credits a healthy lifestyle, good diet, and daily exercise with helping her beat cancer. And now she's back to walking one mile every week. Wow. How about that? That's cool. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Hit us up. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-BOBBY. We would love to talk to you. Feedback, questions, comments. The phone lines are now ready for you. Bobby's Big Stories. As we look into what's happening today, this Wyatt Moss loves Chipotle, went viral earlier this year for eating food in all 50 states from Chipotle in 50 days. And basically the story is, I never got tired of it. And I was thinking about this, and Chipotle is definitely a place where you can eat there every day and not get tired of it because of all the options. Yeah. As long as you have like an affinity for... Tex-Mex-ish. I don't even know what you would call exactly that because it's not Mexican. No. And it's not really Tex-Mex-ish. Yeah, but it is burritos, tacos. It is. And but bowls. I sh- and queso and guacamole. What would Chips. you do? What would you do? I would American <laughs> Tex-Mex sure. fast food to go. dish. To, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say this is a place you could go and feel fulfilled Every day for yeah. 50, 60, 70 days. Yeah. I agree. Because of the options. Where else could you go and that happened? Well, didn't somebody do this with McDonald's? But then they got really fat, right? Wasn't that well, the whole... I, no, no, I, don't, I think no, it was they the didn't. opposite. Mm-mm. I think it was they ate a whole bunch of McDonald's and they stayed thin. Because, and, and their point was, you can pretty much have anything every day in moderation. Well, there you go. I think that's what it was. Okay. 
But McDonald's for me wouldn't be something I could eat every day because thematically, it all feels generally the same. Burgers, fries, Mm -hmm. nuggets. Chick-fil-A pretty good in that. Yeah. But I I don't know that I could do 50 to 60 days of Chick-fil-A. I think it's all chicken. Yeah, yes, Eddie. Yeah, that's correct, Eddie. Or at least at Chipotle, you can get steak, brisket, pork. I rocked a pork. You can get the tofu stuff. You could get a salad or a taco or a quesadilla. Read read us more of the menu. (laughs) I have it all. We go there all the time. Are they doing margaritas still? Brown rice, white rice. A glass vase purchased for $4.99 at a thrift store in the Pacific Northwest is expected to sell for $15,000. Oh, my goodness. After it was identified as a rare piece from 1902. (laughs) The Loitz Argus glass is one of the finest examples of this rare and important model to come from the market. And then it says a bunch bunch of fancy stuff. I don't give give any craps about that. But the vase is expected to fetch around 15,000 bucks when it goes up for auction. Wow. It's crazy. But who would spend that kind of money on a vase? I don't know. I did see, I believe it was a Michael Jackson passport. Yeah. That is going up for auction. And it's going up for a lot of money as well. The last number I saw was 75,000 or something. Which, like, why would you want that? But okay. You would want it because it would sell later in life at more money oh. for more money. Mm. That's any of this stuff like Elvis's hair, Elvis or uh, Michael Jackson's passport. Oh yeah, I just didn't know if like things go down because it's Michael Jackson. Paul you know? McCartney, Paul McCartney's butt hair. Yes, it, it is because, because of, of the controversy Jackson. though. No, because he's famous and dead. Okay, but and because they think it will go up in value. Otherwise, what do you spend seventy five thousand bucks on? You also do some pranks with that, right? Like pull it out the airport. No, like you don't pull, eh, just kidding. You don't take a seventy five thousand dollar. No, lock that up. <laughs> Anything to the airport. Okay, okay. A woman in Houston has been sentenced to 51 months in prison after she used bad checks to buy $50,000 in postage stamps. Hmm. She's been sentenced to a lot of time in the big house. According to the U.S. Middle District Court of Pennsylvania, she was charged with bank fraud and aggravated identity theft. She admitted that she had purchased the stamps from post offices in Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and West Virginia using personal checks that were not hers. What is she doing Wait, in the post she, office? Right. Though? I'm wondering, is she mailing stuff or is she reselling the stamps or something? Reselling oh, the stamps? Okay. That, but what are they, like Michael Jackson passport? Yeah. <laughs> do they go up in value? People do collect no, stamps. No, but she didn't have to pay checks. for them. Got it. So she got them she's for free. using somebody else's money and then selling that. Right. That. So then she gets the cash. Why stamps, though? Why not go to Walmart and buy, like, electronics? Yeah, weird. Well, maybe this, I, I don't know. I'm trying to give you an answer like I know. The case was investigated by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service. I bet you they have a badge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about one dude. If they drop that badge, you're like, what did I do? Mail a, <laughs> not put the flag up in my mailbox? Hey, mail uh, fraud is a federal offense. Or if you steal someone's mail. Uh, last night, Jimmy Allen was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, and we said, hey, say the word plenty whenever you're on there. It's very quick, but you do hear him say this after getting a good score. Carrie Ann Inaba. Oh. Lynn Goodman. It's a night. Derek Huff. It's a night. Oh Bruno Tom Young. Blame him. Nine. Thank you. 34 out of 40 for Jimmy and Emma. <laughs> yeah, now, that's a plenty. You're in the background going, that's uh, a plenty. That's, that's a plenty. plenty. Here's another clip. Four out of 40 for Jimmy and Emma. Yeah, yeah, that's he did a say it. I told him to fit that in if he could. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that's a plenty. That's a plenty. Uh, so now that being said, I'm about to tell you who was voted off. 
If you want to turn your radio down for 15 seconds or you turn your phone down for 20 seconds, I'm going to let you know real quick who was kicked off. It was Melcy. Oh. Yeah, Spice Girl got kicked off with blood. All right. You can turn this back up now. All right, there you go. You said 20 seconds, so they might still be down. I just want to lay out what we're about to get ourselves into. Got a lot of emails from listeners about the Abby firefighter situation where she's been texting with this guy. Things just don't add up. I felt it was a scam at the beginning. Then I started to go, maybe it's real love. Now all of us think it's a scam. Not catfish, but we think he's up to no good. And you can listen to yesterday's show to figure that. But I have so many emails from listeners. I want to roll through some of those. We're going to have big news on tomorrow's show. Ooh. What do you mean? I don't want to say too much. But we're going to have B-I-G-N-E-W-S on tomorrow's show about this sitch. He's, he's coming in? <laughs> that That'd be it. cool. It's Cole Swindell. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to have big news tomorrow, okay? So I'm going to read you some emails from listeners in the big news. And then one of my passions in life, if not my biggest passion in life, is sports. And I don't bring a lot of sports onto this show, but there are a few stories, Amy, I need to bring into the mix today because I need your feedback on them. Okay. Because they I... cross the line in, uh, of just it being interesting to sports people, but also interesting to people who don't love sports that much. It's like human interest. Stuff. All sports or football? Football what? especially. Ooh, what do you got? How, how, how um, bad decisions high-ranking people make when it comes to women. Oh. Oh. Interesting. We'll, we'll come back to that because I want to give you a couple oh, of different Oh, I saw ones. that one guy. Which guy? The guy you told us about a little bit ago, but I finally saw all the footage and I watched the video. Urban Meyer, when the yeah. girl was dancing on him in the, the bar. And then he stuck his hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one of them, but that's not the big one. Okay. So we'll get into those coming up in a second. Okay. And we've got calls. We're going to get into the Abby firefighter situation in a second because I got a bunch of emails from listeners. Hey, Abby, can I ask you a question real quick? I know she's right in the middle of answering phone calls. Sorry. Did you talk to him yesterday at all? I did. Well, actually, I did not talk. I got some texts. From him? (laughs) Yeah. Mad? No, not mad. He was actually really nice. That's Mm. weird, because I would be mad if I was him. Because people are talking about you? Yeah, be like, stop talking about me. I know, because I did see that, a lot of comments of people saying that. And I'm like, I mean, but he he knows what he's into. Like, he knows he's in this. What did he he say say yesterday? (laughs) He got me to say do you want to hold? You want to hold to the next segment? Gather your your bearings. Yeah, I should. Okay. Because I haven't even, <laughs> I didn't even really look at the text that well because he sent it last night. So. Okay, look at it. Okay. And then I'll read some listener emails too. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Good for her. You did. She didn't respond though, right? No, I oh. didn't. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I'm gonna read. It's email. hard. I'm gonna read emails in tomorrow's show. You ever see that big old wrecking ball? Like, whoa, boom, slams into a house? Oh, yeah. That might happen tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> come on. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, Amy, I wanted to bring a couple stories up to you. Okay. Which would you like first? This, the Urban Meyer story? That's the guy you were talking about at the bar? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a new video that they say is emerging. Okay. So what did you see from that? I saw him out at a cl- at a restaurant or bar mm-hmm. situation. I think he even owns the place and he was sitting on a bar stool and I saw like a girl close by kind of dancing-ish on him. But like then, grinding into his mm-hmm, yeah. pelvic But region. then, and I thought, okay, well maybe he couldn't control what she's doing. But then, 
bam. I saw his hand go in there. Yeah. To the back of her leg, between her legs mm-hmm. and the butt. So he's married. Yes. He is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, and I feel awful for his family. Because it's just so public, like what they're going through. Some people go through this and it can be a little private. And for them, it's very public. And that's probably so hard. The third video that is about to hit. From a different angle? Is apparently way worse than the first two. And there are apparently plenty of lurid texts between him and the woman. Mm. I thought it was just a grind session. I didn't know they all chit-chatting on the text. Yeah, me too. That makes it a little more real deal Holyfield, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I don't know. I, again, I didn't know much about it. I will, later, I watched the clip on YouTube from some athlete that has a video show on YouTube or a podcast. You know what I'm talking about? He's real loud and stands up. Stephen A. Smith? No, it's another one. Well, here's the thing. If you're this public of a figure, what are you doing in public having some girl grind on you? Let's remove don't have a girl grind on you if you're married. That should just be known. That's understood. That's understood. (laughs) I'm not going down that because that's just what we do. When you get married, you don't have another girl put her butt right in your your pee-pee and you don't take your hand and put it up in her. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That being said, if you're this wildly famous, how are you in public having a girl, woman, young woman, 20 years his his young right in your junk. And and again it was his place so that's a, I was thinking like everyone there knows who you are. I mean it doesn't matter if it's a place or not. He could be at TGF yeah, Fridays. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's easy guys. He's, he's, drunk. he's that he well drunk. known at the When you're drinking you don't realize all Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but, said he had drinks. But you're that then... famous, it doesn't matter how drunk you are, then go drink alone. I agree, but when you're that drunk, you don't even think about what's around but you. But don't allow yourself to get that drunk around you <laughs> You are held to a higher standard when you are running an organization, especially if you're famous and running an organization. Everybody's looking to get pictures of you doing something good or bad. And so it's out. They said the next video is going to be super explosive, worse than the first two. But it's not out yet? Mm-mm. Oh, He'll man. probably end up getting fired from Jacksonville and go coach oh. USC. Oh. So why would <laughs> I mean, they— maybe. Why would one fire and one hire? Like, if it's still controversy. Because he's really good. He's really good. He's like one of the greatest. He's probably the second greatest college football coach of our lifetime oh. behind Nick Saban at Alabama. But, yeah, he's really good. He's won national championships, two different places, Florida and Ohio State. So, but that's that. Now, here's the other one that's new. Ed Ogeron, who's the head coach at LSU, <laughs> they fired him. But what they did is they said, hey, we're going to let you finish out this season, which is really rare. It's also really rare because he won a national championship two seasons ago. And so he has a winning record, and everybody's like, huh, interesting that you would uh, you know, cut the guy so quickly. But it's been reported that he's gone, like, party crazy. Oh. Like, women galore. Like, has just been, had, has had, like, his girlfriends at practice and lets their... What? And, like, lets their kids, like, jump in the drills. They, the girlfriend's <laughs> kids? Now, this is all from stuff that I've read. But it's like, well, what are you thinking? You're... You, you're running the LSU program. How old is he? He's probably, if I'm guessing, not like 58 or something. Yeah. Mike, will you look up Ed Orgeron? Yeah. But apparently, this is what the story says. It's his behavior off the field that killed his LSU career. It's being reported that Orgeron hit on the wife of an LSU official at a gas station. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Wo- Here's what happened. I'm, I'm going to read you outside the story what, I, what I've been told and what I know. He's 60. What I know oh, is okay. that he's kind of on the prowl, right? And he's like, <laughs> but he's that's how he talks. He's, he's like, yeah. But he's single? Yeah. Now. Okay. Um, I like, as a person, I like him. I didn't know all this was going on. Like, I like the guy. I was always a big fan of him. And so he has uh, been sowing his oats, you know, mm-hmm. apparently. And he was at a gas station. And he sees this woman's like, hey, we should work out sometime. 
That's what he says to her. That's okay. That happens. Okay. At a gas station. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, hey, I'm married. And then she also is pregnant. And he said, why does that matter? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> name i have to see him what a weirdo ed orgeron o-r-g-e-r-o-n i spelled like orgeron yeah i got him already so again that could be considered creepy so the pregnant story you just heard or is that a, uh, an article it's de- it's definitely in the article okay <laughs> that's so funny. like she goes I've taken home and some tells liberties her- on some other small things i've heard <laughs> but it's definitely in the article and so she wasn't just married to an LSU official. She was married to a high-ranking LSU official. Mm. And so... Oh. That's not smart. Right. He's... This is from The Atlantic. The 60-year-old Orgeron has also been known to have girlfriends whose presence at team practices have become a distraction. <laughs> and then again, when they would come and they would have kid, their kids with them, he would be like, hey, hop in the Gerald's. Do some skeleton drill with the wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what's happening here? Then when they're like, this is awesome. <laughs> No, of the players. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Trying to practice. Yeah, yes. What's going on here? Like, why is nine-year-old Timmy in, in the Oklahoma <laughs> drill? <laughs> but he's not married, right? He's not married, Not Buns? anymore, I not guess. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, Overall, not a good look. So no. he's going to finish What do you mean so well? well I'm, I mean, just saying, the, the I'm just saying the- if he was married and those were his kids and he took them to practice and everything, everything would be fine, right? But he's not. Is there girlfriends and their kids? Well, yeah. I mean, and he's like. Also, I'll say this. Had he really been winning? I don't think this would They'd look the other way? I do. Yeah. I think in COVID football year, he went one over 500. But he didn't win a national championship. And they haven't been playing that good this year. They beat Florida last week. Um, but not to LSU standards. And I think had he been crushing it, I don't think this mm. would have been an issue yet. But the whole, hey, let's work out. <laughs> no, I'm married. Oh, I guess him and his wife separated hey, this I'm year. I'm pregnant. Who cares? <laughs> they did. He's rocking, man. 60 years old. Life's going his way. It was wrong. <laughs> is that like a? Is that his thing? Hey, we should work out together. To I don't random know if it's his thing. At but a gas station. <laughs> he's often like seen walking around campus and jogging. Oh, like that you know. Oh, but he's a bigger guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. big dude. But it's you're running the LSU football program. You can't do stuff like that in public. You can't be creepy in public. Heck, you can't even be creepy on a DM on mm-hmm. Instagram or. When people know you, people are looking to take advantage of that situation and share how you are a bad guy or a weird guy or a creepy guy. Yeah, if this guy has social media, take it away. <laughs> you just have to be smarter than that if you are a known figure or you're running an organization. So. I have football news. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you brought stories. I, I read one this morning I'd about love, love the, the football coach and four other staff members that got let go because they wouldn't get the vaccine. Oh, in Washington State. Yeah, yeah and he has a $10 million contract. And I yes. was like, wow. <laughs> and that's not a school thing. That's a state thing. And since a, uh, a public university is considered state, yes, anyone who is paid by the state has to be vaccinated. Oh. And he's one of the highest paid I just thought, oh Nick, man, Nick, Ro- Nick Rolovich. That school might be like, what the? <laughs> well, Kyrie Irving's dealing with this. Yeah, NBA. The Nets because New York as a state says you have to be vaccinated. And he's like, eh, I'm not going to be vaccinated, so he's going to chill. And they were, he was just going to play road games, but the Nets were like, well, we can't have you just hopping in some games and some not. It's going to kill the continuity of what we're, what we're doing here. Yeah. So, but yeah, he, he's out. I saw an ESPN worker uh, who she was trying to have a second kid. She's like, I don't want to get vaccinated. And they were like, our company policy is this. And so she's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and check out then. 
So I guess he has to go work in a state that doesn't have a, a state mandate Yeah. For, for vaccines. Crazy times. All right, that's what's up. Good football story, Amy. Thanks. You brought one in. Hey, look at us. We're just sitting around <laughs> chopping up the football news. Yeah. Let's go over to Ben in South Dakota, who's calling the show right now. Hey, Ben, what's up, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I've been I've been put on hold for over an hour just to hear that, <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, I uh, <laughs> about that Urban Meyer story. I just don't understand how you can have a multi-million dollar contract and just not be a saint, (laughs) you know? I just don't understand. Some of these guys just throw them contracts down the drain, and I I just don't understand why or how you can do that. Here's what I will say about that. As someone who grew up in a trailer park, living in poverty, and I don't live that life anymore, I've been able to go from one side of it to the other. And I've been able to see other people do it as well. Money doesn't make you a better person. It makes you more of who you really are. Meaning if you're a good person to begin with, it makes you a better person. If you are not that good a person to begin with, it makes you a worse person. So anytime you have any sort of money, success, power, any of that, it makes you more of truly who you are. I've never met anyone who success and fame has actually made them better. I know people who've had success, money, fame, who it's made them it's allowed them to be more of who they really are. But I never met anybody that was a piece of crap that made money and then it was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a piece of crap anymore. Mostly they just could be a bigger piece of crap. And, but, oh, man. But, but I've seen people too who are great people who hit it and they turn into a greater person because they do have the ability to be who they already are on a greater level. I see it in country music all the time. I see real, real – there are real turds out there who are massive country stars, just awful people who people just worship and adore. And there are country stars who you you may think, oh, I don't know if I'd like them, but they are the greatest people behind the scenes. And so what I will say is availability just kind of breeds you being who you are more so. So what that says about them specifically, I don't know them. Doesn't seem like a good look. Yeah, well, I don't know that he's always made. I, I saw Tim Tebow talking about this whole thing, and Tim had me convinced that, I, that there's grace for Irvin. There's Irvin. grace for everybody. <laughs> for well, sure. I know, but I mean, the way Tim was talking about him, I didn't know that that, it didn't seem that this is common behavior for him. But well, I He's know. not known as the best guy anyway. No, he's had oh. controversy before. Okay. Not known as the best guy anyway, but it's not our job to judge. No. Judge. Judge, yeah. Yeah, ye not ye. be judged. <laughs> yeah, you got That's it. That's right. <laughs> You're going to hear me judge. I'm just saying. When you are given more, you're also given more ability to be who you really are. And I've seen it in both ways. So what this is about them, I don't know. But just getting a million-dollar contract doesn't make you any better of a person. Yeah. can make you worse. If anything, sometimes when you have a lot of money and power and praise and people are all about you, then something maybe in your head switches to where you think like you're you're invincible or like you can kind of do whatever you want and you're untouchable because— I don't know. He would have to have some blinders on for sure to think that, I mean, he just to be out in public at his place and not think that that was going to affect him. You go into a back room, you know, and dance to the song. If you want to cheat on your, you know, I mean, don't, don't do that. But I'm saying it's just dumb to do it in public. All right, that's it.
Someone so smart to be so dumb in other ways, that is mind-blowing mm-hmm. to me. But then sometimes my bosses say that to me. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how can you be so smart in all these ways but do the stupidest things? And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> on the phone is Sarah in Georgia, who is calling the show right now. Sarah, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to call and thank you guys for playing the blank slate game. I have a 19-year-old and 14-year-old daughter. We played last night, me, my husband, and them. They loved it, and they're wanting to know when we're going to play it again. So we've got it set to play all week, and I just wanted to say thank you guys for playing it. Wow, thanks for calling. You know, what's funny about that is we, we played it on the show last week, and then we had a game night at a, at a friend's house last weekend, and we played it I mean, off the show too. But I keep a deck of these blank slate cards next to me. If I were to say, it's a game, blank slate, it's a board game. If I were to say blank flow right it gives me a, a blank and then the word Oof. blank flow what would you say think about it okay blank flow what i would say is got it oh, oh i don't like tough. mine i don't like mine oh you don't okay i have no, mine written it's down all i can think of yeah me too amy <laughs> what do you have p flow oh wow oh mm-hmm. that's not what i have nope no you blood i have blood flow too <laughs> oh Yay. that's yeah. good okay morgan what would you have said i had water flow water flow so, Amy, one point. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I originally would have went with even flow. I thought about even flow. But I was like, Pearl you're not going to get that. I don't, okay, let's do one more. Blank office. Blank office. Got it. What would I put down as my, the main guy? Blank office. Blank office? Come yeah, on, man. I'm you in. guys have an easy one? Easy. Yes. Easy. Blank office. How about. Okay. I'm in. The. The office? Yeah. The office. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. The office. What? Yeah, what? dude. What? It's your favorite show. I put dentist office. Oh, oh come on. Okay. All right. You're terrible. All right, one more. Blank sleep. Uh, sorry. Oh. Blank seat. What's the word you... Blank seat. Oof. 50-50 on this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put... Yeah, it is 50-50, huh? Right? Mm-hmm. What do you have? Car seat. Oh, no, oh. that's not one of the 50. Mm-mm. What was the other one? Truck? <laughs> well, I didn't. I That's the only one I have. Y'all are the ones that said 50-50. I went back seat. Front seat. I have back seat. Oh, oh yeah. Nobody thought car seat? No. 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 Huh. It was either back seat or front seat. But anyway, the game is called Blank Slate. It's, it's a fun game. It's so much fun. We played it in the post show. We had a game night. We played it last week. If you guys are looking for a fun board game, that one's called Blank Slate. Sarah, thank you for calling. Hey, thank you. Y'all have a great day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. I want to read some emails from the mailbag as far as all relating to Abby, our phone screener in the fireman that has been messaging her. Here you go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Good morning. I've been a fire and emergency services person for 20 plus years and have a few different departments. And even back in 1996, we took our own photo to send in for a photo ID. We've always had them taken at the department, so they were always the same background and uniform across the board. I've never heard of a department having their firefighters send in their own photo for an ID, if that's what the photo was for. So this is someone that says his story of him accidentally texting her a picture as a firefighter. It's like, that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. Which his, his excuse was. That- his story was, I was trying to send it in for my photo ID mm-hmm. to my chief. fire chief. chief. Yeah. Here's another one. It's titled Instagram Red Flag. I think the guy is married. The fact that he doesn't know how to block you on Instagram, yet you are blocked, 
Tells me he's afraid his wife or girlfriend will find out or already has. Was he offensive when he asked you about mentioning him on the show? Or did he let it slide when you told him no personal info was shared? Has he said anything specific to the show to where you think he has listened in? Hmm. Okay, I get the question. Has he said anything about the show that you haven't told him? No, Abby? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, let me read a couple more here. This one's titled, This Has Happened to Me. From many experiences, you cannot trust what people say these days. You need to question the questionable and do some detective work on your own. Example A, I had a guy in college, fake, having brain cancer and chemo treatments to get me to date him. Oh, what? my gosh. What? That's an odd tactic, though, for, yeah. for dating. Wow. Example B, I had a guy tell me he had some community service, but that was all. Actually, I found out he was a drug dealer, had a hefty criminal charge by finding his mugshot in cases online. Hmm. He had a baby months prior. I found the baby mama's sister on Facebook and was told about how abusive and drugged up he was. Oh, oh man. That's a keeper. Example C, a co-worker's young daughter, 18, had a man at work interested in her. He claimed he didn't have social media. Turns out he did. And a kid. And he said he was 22, but he was 30. Oh. <laughs> just, just be safe. <laughs> okay. I have, it's on and on. Wow, wow. Yeah. Abby, what's the latest... So he texted me um, last night, and like I said, I didn't answer back. Do you want me to read it? It's up to you. It's up to you. I'll read most of it. Um, So he was like, I just caught up on the show, and I just wanted to say thanks for believing me. It's the (laughs) truth. (laughs) But in the end, I obviously, I can't convince everyone. I know the truth. Anything I say will be misconstrued into their view. So I will just leave you alone. Obviously, there are answers to some things, but what's the point in explaining when it will just be put under scrutiny? I gave you one of the people, like he did take a screenshot of someone that messaged him, but I didn't look into it. I'm not going to message someone. I don't know. and be like, did you threaten him or call him a creep? He could also have a friend message him with these words right? and then screenshot him and be like, look what I'm getting. That could be true. Yeah. Go ahead. So I didn't look into that. Um, He's like, but I wish you, I wish you the best. You're a really fun and nice person and you're not too terrible to look at. Okay. He's still, he's still (laughs) flirting even after he's like, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and go. You're not too terrible to look at. That's that would that would never work for me. <laughs> hey babe, you coming often? You are. Not, hey, let me say one thing about you. You are not terrible to look at. Go I ahead, mean, Abby. And then he just said, "Catch you on the flip side." What? Well, that's oh. it. I didn't okay. answer because I just over and out. A lot going on. Here's what I want to say. First of all, good. Leave that on red. Oh, leave it on red. Yes. No, I don't even answer at all. No. Why? Why? Why what would you, you answer? What would you say? What would you say back? Are you still in love with them? No, well, I was never. I was never in love with them. Are you them. still in like with them? Um, I don't even know. You do. So, yeah. are you, no. Do you still partially believe him? Be honest. I kind of do. Okay. For some, I I don't know why. Okay, I just, and that's fair. You are a human. You're you're hoping. Your hope is getting in the way of of your brain. Mm-hmm. And who knows? There's a one percent chance the guy's telling the truth and he's getting a real raw deal. One percent. I know there is. Yes. I thought about that and I feel bad. But here's what I want to say. <laughs> Hey, Ray, I need to turn my mic off, but I want to stay on the air for a second because I need to have a talk with Amy off the air real quick. So just turn this music way up, and I need like 10 seconds, okay? Oh, God. Turn my... Turn this back on. When we talk about this tomorrow... Do you think it's it's her closing the door? What is happening? I hope so, but I mean, also... Did you I, hear what we were talking about, Eddie? No, no, no. I, I purposely wanted to be like the listener and not know what you guys are saying. Tomorrow. Okay, yeah. so 
I just think that Abby's the sweetest, and right now she's full of hope, and this has been something that he he's saying all the right things to her. So I think we're, hopefully this will be like the, the kicker that'll just make her not feel bad if she doesn't reply, but I don't know. Tomorrow we're going to kick you right in the butt with some info, okay? Oh, wait, good or bad? What? Hey, we're also teasing Abby about a rock. <laughs> I know! Tomorrow. <laughs> okay, we have That's to funny. go. Ray's telling me to wrap it up, but don't reply, Okay. Okay. Unless you want to be like, hey, thanks for the message, and that just kind of leaves in there until after tomorrow you can make up your mind for sure. That's what I was basically going to do. Just okay. be like, thank you. Okay. For, you know. Tomorrow. Okay? Okay. Okay. Right. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Filling in for Lunchbox is Eddie. There are three guys in Virginia. They see a guy sitting in a car in a parking lot, and they're like, ooh, let's carjack him because he's got a nice car. So they go, they get him out of the car, but guess what? Problem number one. He's an MMA fighter. Oh, I thought that was coming. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. another problem, though? Yeah, there's another problem. So they actually get to fight the MMA fighter. They get the keys from him because it's three to one, obviously. They get in the car. They throw the MMA fighter out, and they're like, all right, let's go. Guys, it's stick shift. Who can drive stick? Uh, no one. Of the three, <laughs> none could? Not one could drive stick. So obviously that was enough time for all the cops to get there, and they busted the three dudes. I bet you this guy put up a fight, too. Like They probably won. But I'm assuming, since he's a fighter, he got mm. some good shots in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to mess with those dudes. I can't believe O of three could drive a stick. I can't right. believe, yeah, if you're going to set out to steal cars, you don't, you know, run every possible scenario you could get into. I would just imagine, though, that these new cars, for the most part, are not stick shift. Yeah. Do you know what cauliflower ear is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, from wrestling. You, you An ear is rubbed so much. So, to these criminals out there, if you see a guy with cauliflower ears, that means he's a fighter. Do not mess with this guy. And also, if you have a friend that pronounces it cauliflower, (laughs) I would avoid that friend. (laughs) Did I just say that? Yeah. Say cauliflower. Cauliflower. What? Cauliflower. You say cauliflower. Cauliflower. What is it? No, he says like cauliflower. What is it? (laughs) I feel like he says. I feel like it's cauliflower. C A U call like cauliflower. I think that you throws me off, so I call it cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's He's already b- shifting towards us. He was cauliflower. All right, Eddie. <laughs> All right, that's your bonehead story of the day. For Halloween, you can now be a sexy vaccine. Oh, wow. Of wow. course. It sells for $55.95. It's basically a mini dress that you can kind of see through with a headband with a syringe sticking out of the headband. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, does it say which one you are? Are you Pfizer or are you Moderna? You can write that on it with a Sharpie. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Your choice. You definitely don't want to be Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> I did see where they're saying now that with the Johnson & Johnson, they probably should have recommended a double dose, even though it wasn't meant for that initially, because it just kind of was weak. You know, it did not have the efficacy that the other Moderna and Pfizer had. Mm-hmm. So, but you can be a sexy vaccine for fifty five ninety five. That's funny as long as everyone's not wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. But what's sexy is about it is you can see through the little skirt, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's that's pretty much it on the day. Let me mention this: we're going to be playing Eddie and I, the Raging Idiots, at our iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, the thirtieth, in Austin at the Frank Irwin Center. But it's not so much about us. It's about Jake Owen, Little Big Town, Toby Keith, Blake Shelton, Cole Swindell. And we have partnered with our friends at Ram Trucks for an unforgettable event at the festival. A guitar pool powered by Ram Trucks featuring three surprise performances by some of the biggest names in country music. It's going to be massive. We hope you guys come. Get tickets at TexasBoxOffice.com. It will be a heck of a show. I think we heard it by saying we're playing. They keep going, make a big deal about the Raging Idiots playing. I think people go... You know, maybe I don't want to go up there playing. <laughs> they gave their tickets back. They're like, you know, we were on the fence. 
We have a very short set. We have 15 minutes that we're doing. And we're bringing out Josh from TikTok, the kid that, he's not a kid, the, yeah, an the adult, adult yeah. that works at the car wash in Tulsa. Yeah. So he's going to come play to a packed stadium. Uh, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Shit. Bobby Bones. Chill.